There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing Episode 5 of Season 5 of Van Helsing. Okay, so we got some backstory. Quite a bit of backstory. I was surprised. Yeah, and it was really interesting to see how the sisterhood reacted to being human again, because that seemed to be the underlying theme of this episode, because We've seen vampires converted. You had Flesh and Julius and Doc and all them, but they weren't vampires for centuries like the Sisterhood was. Right. So it was very interesting to see how regaining humanity affected each of them in a little bit of a different way. Yes, I agree. And and I thought it was interesting, like how some of them kind of still had their warrior instinct right and others kind of slipped back into i don't know any of this right so interesting kind of sad yes absolutely because it's like we went from a decent sized group to wow yeah (laughs) so we'll we'll jump into that and talk about episode five sister hunt violet and ivory are on the run from fort collins with the now vulnerable sisterhood violet must risk everything to keep the amulet out of the dark one's hands oh violet it already messed up some but yes hopefully we can redeem you here right yeah well we kind of get the same thing from violet that we got from jack in the first three episodes Just not enough experience to know what's the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it was, why they came off so naive before. Right. I mean, now, I should say. But before, they seemed like way more on the ball. and experienced on what to do. But maybe that's just fighting vampires and not dealing with the dark one. The psychological aspect of it all kind of got to them, especially when they find out when they had their little dinner with Dracula. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of interesting. So obviously we open with the scenic view of northwestern Colorado as Violet has a flashback of her father telling her his primary goal was to protect her. And he admitting that he had made mistakes and Violet sees him die as she's looking at the amulet. It's like, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Just what Violet needs is to remember that scene. Right. And the camera pans back and reveals that Violet and Ivory, they've been joined by the former sisters, Claire, Zuma, and Mira, around a campfire, sharing some whiskey, I'm assuming. Right. And discussing... (laughs) Discussing their first time with a man or men as Violet joins them, telling what happens in military school stays in military school. Now, 
I want to say I thought it was kind of interesting when they ask Ivory and Ivory's like, you don't want to know when they're like, how old were you? And I'm like, oh, wait, is Ivory trying to tell them that she's never been? That's what I thought. Right. And that is a distinct possibility. And I mean, not like that's shameful or anything. It was just she was taken by Michaela. Well, as we find out later. Right. Taken by invaders, I guess. And then tortured. And then Michaela came. So, yeah, we really don't have a clue. Right. Like, we don't have a time frame of how old she was. I mean, we're assuming she's was at least in her 20s, right? Yeah, you think so. But we don't know. And then when we go back to Ivory, she asks, okay, who has first watch? And Claire volunteers. And Ivory reminds her to wear her mask because you can't see that orange stuff floating around in the dark. Thinking, okay, shouldn't everybody be wearing their mask? Right. And we do see that lighter. Yeah, we see them sleeping with it. Some of them. Right. And Violet asks if Mira's okay. And Mira tells her that she's just scared, which she isn't used to. And Violet reassures her that, don't worry, we'll get through this together. And I kind of felt like that was the beginning of the end for Mira. Right, absolutely. It's like you're jumping at the sounds of everything. Right. We know when you're in the middle of the wilderness, so there's going to be sounds. Right. But we know that if you're hurt, you're going to most likely heal. Right. Right. That's what we've seen for everybody who's been changed back. Right. So, I mean, you wouldn't think that it's too bad, but I don't know. But Mira ends up yelling, hey, Claire, I'll take second watch. Just wake me up. And we see Claire head out. And that's probably not great. It's like, why do you have a long shot of this person? You always worry about when they do certain camera angles. It's like, right. ugh, red shirt. Yeah. Violet why looks would at the, the first ambulance. watch be so far away from the campground? Right. That's what I was thinking. It's like, why wouldn't you just be like so many paces out or something? Right. Violet ends up looking at the amulet one last time and puts it under her shirt as everyone sets up to sleep. And again, I'm like, why do you keep taking that out? Right. Yeah. Leave it under there. Nobody can grab it. Yes. Well, later that night, something appears in the dark. It appears that Dracula's pet has found the girls and goes after Claire first. And Claire hears something and she keeps kind of flipping around and looking and has her knife. She doesn't alert anybody. No. Which is probably a bad thing, but. Right. She doesn't find anything, but eventually, what was it called? The Vanator? Yep. Attacks her. And the next morning, Mira realizes that Clara never did wake her up for second watch, which that's kind of weird. Yes, very. And they start to hunt for her. Unfortunately, they do find her in the stream with her knife in one hand and her heart in the other. I was like, what the hell just happened? Right. Mira and Zuma, they think the death is pretty hard and assume that it is the desert vampires marking their territory. Right. And Ivory, of course, is like, I should have taken first watch. And they're kind of all blaming themselves and each other, but not blaming each other. Right. And they're thinking it's a warning and okay but how about we get out of here is all i keep thinking (laughs) it's daylight let's get out of here yeah let's not hang out here they ended up burying claire i guess it was kind of like under rock right and zuma gives ivory claire's knife saying she would have wanted you to have this okay that's weird but ivory tells violet the vampires who did this are gonna pay Right. That's pretty violent, though. Yes. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so we see two of the girls basically becoming timid, and Ivory's going over-aggressive. Yeah. 
And it made me wonder what might happen. It's like, is this some weird, like, latent vampire thing coming out with Ivory? Because she'd been a vampire for so long. Right. But the group ends up pressing on. And I love how it's like, okay, this takes a while because look at the sun and clouds. Right. I just love that effect. I don't know why. But they end up finding an abandoned home for shelter. And they split into two groups to make sure it's safe. Because apparently when they go in, it smells funky. Yes. (laughs) Although when they came up to the house, I swore that was a house from 12 Monkeys. Yeah, it did look like it quite a bit. Okay, sci-fi. I see you guys recycling your your slot. I gotcha. (laughs) Mira and Zuma take upstairs while Ivory and Violet search downstairs. Now, that is only because Violet is trying to get Ivory to calm down because Ivory was about to just go headlong into everything and shoot anything that moved. Right. So Violet's like, listen, it's not only about you, Claire. It's not only about me. It's not only about Mira or Zuma. It's all of us. So we all miss Claire and we know you're pissed. But listen, you're going to get yourself or one of us killed. And I think that's what kind of brought Ivory like to even keel. It's like, okay, let's do this. Right. But that only lasts so long because Mira and Zuma are upstairs clearing the areas because they're together and they're like, oh, what's that smell? And they end up finding, thankfully, we didn't see it. Right. A dead dog in the closet. I was pissed when they're like, oh, it's a dog. It's like, all right, I'm mad, but at least they're not showing it to us. (laughs) And next thing we know, Mira gets grabbed by one of these desert vampires. And another vampire tags Zuma, who manages to fire her weapon as Ivory and Violet head upstairs. Ivory takes out one of the vampires that was attacking Mira, and Violet ends up shooting the other one. Zuma takes the head of the vampire because Ivory had already taken the other one's head off. And Ivory was just super pissed then. Oh, yeah. Screaming, like, how did you let it get so close? Okay, they were super fast. Yes. I will tell you, I totally jumped at this part. Yeah. And I think I even let out a little yelp because Jason looked at me like, what is wrong with you? It's like, did you not just see what happened? (laughs) I knew it was coming, but I didn't expect it. Right. So they do end up checking out the rest. But man, poor Mira. It's like, I don't understand. Even Ivory says, I don't understand. She was a great fighter in the sisterhood. But what's going on now? Right. Because she does seem super timid and freaked out about everything. Right. And... Violet, you know what? I think Violet was on to something because she's like, Ivory, Mira's not a vampire anymore. And none of us are, or none of you are. She's still a warrior. It's like, you have to realize people are realizing they're human and they have emotions. It's not all being like pushed down anymore. Right. And I don't know. I, I don't know if Ivory at this point really gets it or if it's not till like the end when Ivory kind of understands because she still seems really hot-headed i was like trying to find the right word right yeah she's still locked into her vampire warrior mode and the other two girls aren't because they're dealing with emotions that they haven't felt in century this is where we get all our backstory pretty much yeah they're all sitting around discussing their lives before becoming vampires and we find out that ivory and zuma knew each other because they lived in the same village before the spanish arrived and the spanish arrived and what they couldn't take they tried to convert and those that refused were burned at the stake and that was horrifying when they were explaining that yes because they're like yeah the fires went out before people were dead and they just left us there to writhe in pain it's like oh my god right and this kind of gives us a little bit better idea of 
the time frames because remember that Michaela had mentioned that the sisterhood had grown mm-hmm. and we didn't really see that in Transylvania. Well, here we are with the Spanish in probably at least three or four hundred years before Jack shows up in Transylvania. So you think it was before that? I yes. thought it was after. No, I think it was before. Huh. See, I honestly was thinking it was after because of like Michaela being, I'm assuming, in the US. But I could be wrong. Yeah. No. I we find out that we're in the seventeen hundreds in Transylvania and we know the Spanish had started well before then trying to oh, that's take true. as many lands as they could. You're talking the 1200s or 1300s. So. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't think- really thinking about that. That makes sense. But you also, when you hear the story about Ivory and then how she says Michaela showed up to save them, why everybody would have agreed. Like they wouldn't have thought twice because they were in so much pain and... They wanted revenge at that point. Right. So I could totally see, like, whoever was still alive being like, yep, let's do this. <laughs> and then Zuma stands up and she's like, I'm going to go get a drink. I'm like, where are you going? Right. <laughs> that house didn't look like it had much anything working. So where are you getting a drink? Right. You got a cooler hanging working. out? Well, I swear when they showed the kitchen before, there was like, it wasn't done. Like, there was pieces all ripped out of it. Right. So it had already been salvaged through for anything that was working. Right. But, okay, have at it. But when Zuma leaves the room, suddenly Ivory asks Mira about her story. He's like, when did Michaela change you? And I thought it was interesting because Mira just kind of looks and she's like, yeah, Michaela. But then she jumps because we see a shadow go by the window. And, of course, Ivory and Violet don't see it because their backs are to the window. Right. And it's like, wait a second, what happened? And they're kind of looking outside and they suddenly realize Zuma's been gone for a minute. This house is not that big. No. And they go looking for her and they call out to her and they see a window open, which I thought was interesting. It's like, how the hell did they get that open? I'm just saying, this place has been kind of messed up for a while. It's like, wouldn't you think the window cells would like swell and be really hard to open? Well, unless the Again, glass was Little things, out. I think. Yeah, the gla- <laughs> there was a lot of broken glass in that house, so. Yeah, that's true. And suddenly, what happens? Oh, the basement. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's always <laughs> the basement. So I was waiting when they flashed their lights down there, something to like run past really quick. Right. And again, every horror movie ever is zipping through my mind. Yep. So what happens when they go downstairs to the basement? They find Zuma in the corner facing the wall. I'm like, son of a gun, we got a Blair Witch thing happening. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, look around, look for weird symbols. It's going to be some witchy thing happening. But no, not exactly. Looks like Zuma's possessed. And I was wondering, because they never exactly say it, at least I didn't catch it, that her eyes were weird. Oh, absolutely. They had the red glow of the venator as well. Okay, but did they notice it? Because that's what I... I Yeah, I don't... They didn't say anything about it, that's for sure. Okay, that's what I wasn't sure, if they had noticed it and said something and I just missed it. Yeah, no, they never mentioned the eye. Okay, but at this point, Zuma attacks Violet and gets the amulet as Violet begs Mira to stop her from opening the amulet. 
I'm like, okay, she knocked you over. Why are you just laying there like, Mira, stop or something. Get up. Right. I was mad. I was so mad at Violet at this point. It's not like she hurried up and like broke your leg or something. She pushed you. Yeah. You didn't go flying through a bunch of walls. Get up. You are a Van Helsing. Yeah. You are embarrassing us. <laughs> I was just <laughs> mad. But then Mira totally freezes and she's just staring like, I don't know what to do. What should I do? And then suddenly we see Ivory kind of stand up really slowly right behind Zuma and ends up taking her head. I was like, dang. Yeah. And Ivory, of course, naps on Mira. It's like, what is wrong with you? Why are you acting like a coward? And Violet gets her to back off. But I think everybody was like tweeting about that exact thing. Right. Like, what's going on with Mira? And I'm pretty sure everybody was thinking that somehow she is on the side of the Dark One because she didn't want to do anything to stop what was happening. Now, at this point, I'm starting to question what the heck's going on with Mira. Right. And I'm like, wait, would she be like a spy? How would they have been able to do that? Yeah, change? Uh, I never got that feeling. Well, she obviously. Just, yeah, wasn't able to handle human emotions again. I wouldn't say obviously too much happening at once for her to process. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then Mira sees it, but I don't think anybody else did because that was freaky too. The shadow and it like, I don't know, went through or into like a dark area or like up the stairs or something. Right. And she's like, that, that's what it was. That, that's what got Zuma. And it's responsible for Claire. I know it. It's going to kill all of us. It's like, all right, way to freak us all out. That's not going to (laughs) help. Violet asks Ivory, what the hell is that? And of course, she's not sure, but maybe it's part of the darkness that got out of the amulet that you let go. But maybe it was part of the dark one. Well, let's figure this out. It's like, oh, great. Maybe it's the dark one. Maybe it's something worse. Yeah, that's great, Violet. Yeah. Way to let it out. I was just mad. Again, put it in your shirt, like down your shirt. Nobody can grab it from you. It's not easy for you to get. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ivory does recall a tale that went through the sisterhood about a vanitor, which is a creature from the dark realm that hunts its prey in the darkness, and it's unstoppable and unkillable. And Michaela once tried to call it, but failed. Right. And as this is happening, the house suddenly rocks. There's like crazy noise, and it's like, we won't be able to get out, and we won't be safe until dawn. It's like, great, how do you sleep? When do you sleep? Yeah, you don't. (laughs) And Violet's like, is there a way to keep it out? Well, we have to use the blood to mark the house. So they cut off or they cut off all the entrances, basically. Yeah, try to. And so, so what do they do? They cut their hand. Oh, I've said before, time yes. and again. I knew this thing like, would get the, you. <laughs> the worst place. You're going to cut your hand. And what do they do? They all cut like their right hand, right? Yeah. I think it was all the right hand. And they're all freaking right-handed in this. It's like, yeah. so you're actually causing yourself injury. I don't care how fast it, it's healing. You're causing yourself an injury to your dominant hand that you're going to need if this thing gets in to try to fight stuff. Right. Cut something else. Yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, my God. Yes, I know. We've gone over this <laughs> and other stuff. Just like not having screens on any windows. It's like, hello, there's bugs. Yep. And you're killing me. No screens. But this... Oh, it's just such a huge pet peeve. And I will tell you, I am not the only person who ever has said this. There was a whole article about this that I had read. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay, I feel better. Yeah. Because it's like, 
cut your arm, obviously avoid the veins, but it's like something where it's not going to hinder you if you have to fight. Right. Grr. So anyway, as they're marking all the, the entrances so they can keep the thing out, Violet sees something outside. And of course she looks because apparently, I already forgot to mention, don't look at it. Right. And then she suddenly starts hearing Jack's voice calling her to come outside. And she does. Right. I'm like, all right. At this point, we don't know if Violet has been affected. Not really. Or if she just hears Jack's voice and starts going. But again, if you hear Jack outside, don't you think Jack's smart enough to come inside to you? Exactly. I was banging my head on the wall. It's like, come on. You are smarter than that. Right. Yeah. This is the second really bad mistake that Violet's made. The first was opening the amulet yeah. to let part of it out. And now this, and you just kind of go, but Jack made a couple of bad mistakes too. So there's just some, just like I said, evening like out the, <laughs> <laughs> the mistakes. Yeah. And what I didn't understand either was you hear Violet, Jack, Jack, I'm coming. Okay. Ivory and Mira are upstairs doing the marking and it's an old house, so it's not like there's a heck of a lot of insulation. It's not like it's soundproof. Right. If you heard that, why didn't you come running down? Ivory did. Well, she'd come down, but Violet had already managed to move everything and pull all the boards off the door to get out. Like like I said, it's not that big of a house. No. She should have made it down faster. Just made me crazy. And out goes Violet running and calling for Jack and Ivory doing the same for Violet. But at some point, Violet comes face to face with the vanitor. And then you see Violet pull out the amulet as Ivory's like, close your eyes. Don't look at it. It's like, uh, a little late. Should have said something before. Yeah, that should have been the first thing she said when she told the story. It. Yes. But then Violet pulls out her gun and shoots Ivory. And Violet's looking at the amulet saying, this needs to happen. It's like, all right, this is creepy. Yes. And as Ivory is recovering, she ends up hitting Violet in the chest with a knife. It's like, oh, crap. Yeah. Well, she manages to not open the amulet. Yeah, that's one way to stop it. <laughs> Ivory rushes over and then calls out for Mirror to close your eyes, but to yell so she can follow her voice back. And I'm just thinking, okay, great. Mirror does it. But I'm like, why wouldn't the vanitor start using Mirror's voice then? Right. It's like, we already heard Jack's voice. Yep. So... It could happen, and then things will get really bad. Yeah. But they manage to get inside, close up the door, and mark it, I guess. And Mira thinks Violet's dead, and it's like, great, now we're all going to die. Or maybe she's under the influence of the vanitor. What are we going to do? It's like, all right, Mira, yeah. take a breath. <laughs> but Violet did end up recovering, pulls her gun, and Irie pulls her gun, and it's like, wait, Mira had a gun or something, too, yeah, didn't she? she did. like they're she all had the machine gun. They're all like facing each other with guns. And Violet's like, where's the amulet? And Ivory's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> it's like, oh, what well, do you kind of do? But they end up finally putting down the guns. And Violet asks if she had emptied the amulet. And I think that's when Ivory was like, oh, okay. Right. She's not the dark one or the vanitor. Right. And Ivory's like, no, you didn't do it. I had stopped you beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by stabbing you in the heart. But, you know, hey, you shot me, so we're even. You're right. And uh, Violet tells them that she thought it was Jack, and she heard her talking, and that's how it got in her head. And Mira, of course, is so super level-headed at this point. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> she's just apologizing. It's like, they're good. It's going to kill us all. It's like, you know what? You're not helping this situation, Mira. No. I'm just saying. You're not, not being all. helpful. Yes. And Ivory, why would you say that? Yeah. And Mira, it's like, I don't want to die. And because of what I felt earlier, I'm freaked out. And Mira's like, and you know what? When the vampire attacked me, I got all sorts of overwhelming human emotions that I am not expecting. Right. Not able to handle. Right. And Ivory's like, you are a warrior. And I love it because this is when we find out some information that kind of messed Ivory up. Right. Because Mira's like, I'm not like you. I was a normal person with a normal life until you turned me. And (laughs) yeah, Ivory's like, wait, what? Yeah. And when I close my eyes at night, the thing I'm most afraid of is you. It's like, hold on. Did she just say Ivory did this? Yeah, she did. And... Mira's like, yeah, you don't even remember. You stormed my parents' house. You drank them dry, including my real sisters and my baby brother. It's like, oh, crap. Yes, very I just kept thinking, Ivory may not recover from this. Right. Yeah, you got Mira hysterical. And saying this to Ivory just make it's a gut punch to Ivory. So now she's got to deal with feelings that she hasn't had in centuries and yes are they any of them gonna make it out alive <laughs> well i thought it was really interesting then because ivory apologizes which uh that's not gonna help ivory just say it right but mira's like i know it wasn't you but every time i look at you i see that monster and as she says monster the house is rattling again oh, it's like, oh great <laughs> And Mira's like, maybe we should just give it what it wants. And again, that's why I'm like, is she somehow working for the Dark One? And this is some weird ploy. Right. No, she just wants to live. So whatever it takes to get me out of here in one piece, I'll do it. But even if it let everything, if they let everything out of the amulet, I don't think it's going to let you live, Mira. No, (laughs) she doesn't realize that. And at this point, yeah, Violet's like, yeah, not happening because it's too powerful. And we're trying to kill the Dark One, remember? Not make her more powerful. Right. We don't want to level up. But come on, we can get through this together, Mira. It's like, yeah, probably not. And suddenly I had a very Evil Dead-esque moment. Right. When the Vanitor was suddenly flying up and checking out the chimney and you heard the girls talking. Right. Because, well, you don't necessarily consider marking that because you don't think of that as an entrance. Right. But for a spirit, it sure is. And it ain't going to be Santa Claus. Right. (laughs) Ivory asked Violet what she's reading. And she's like, the history of vampires. And hopefully there's something in here that'll help me defeat the vanitor. Okay. Maybe that should have been one of the first things you checked out. (laughs) Yeah. And Mary gets up and Ivy's like, well, where are you going? She's like, it's cold. I'm going to start a fire. When did the fire go out? Because I swear they had a fire earlier. Not in the house. Really? I yeah. swore there was one before <laughs> Zuma went away. Yeah, I don't think so. But I could be wrong. Yeah, they might have had a fire. But when you see Mira actually go to put one in, there's no ashes or anything there. So, yeah, there couldn't have been one because that fireplace was cleaned out. Weird. So. When Mira is going to start the fire, all of a sudden she hears something. It sounded like a little kid voice. So I'm wondering if that's supposed to be like her little brother's voice. I'm thinking yes. Or her sister's. I mean, because it's just yeah. a kid voice because it's kind of hard to tell. But she looks up the fireplace. Okay, again, you know that they're gone. Right. 
like long gone. But you know, at the top of the fireplace, you see the vanitor looking down with those bright red eyes. And well, now Mira's affected. Great. Yep. And that's when we find out a little bit more that Violet has talking to Ivory that oh Michaela had tried to create one. I remember that much. And they're kind of going back and forth with, well, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. And you see Mira in the background and she just stands up and starts like walking. And next thing you know, she has two swords in her hand. It's like, oh, okay, you got this. You're good. You're you're back to yourself, except (laughs) she's not. No. And then Violet and Ivory kind of look at her and they're like, something's not right. How about you put the swords down, Mira? And she's talking weird, you know. She must be whole again. It must happen. And Ivory's like, hold on, hold on. Fight this. It's like, I don't know if this is going to work. Because this is bad, Ivory. Like, super bad. And Vera ends up putting the swords up to her throat. Because she gained, like, control briefly. And Ivory is freaking out. She's like, don't do it. And I was freaking out. Like, she kind of did, like, a scissor move. Yeah. And took off her own head. I was like, what the I think there was an F-bomb that came out of my mouth. I really do. imagine so, yes. <laughs> and Ivory, at this point, kind of loses it. She's like, she was my last sister. Now it's just me. I don't remember messing her up and changing her. But Violet's like, it's not your fault. Calm down. It's all the dark one. It's like, this is going to be something Ivory can't come back from. Because Ivory starts going on with, you don't really know how it is. You've never been touched by the darkness. It consumes you and you don't remember anything and you don't care. And I would send them to their death. And she's going on and Violet's like, oh, crap. Yeah. Listen, listen, I watched my dad fight the darkness and the dark one. And I seen the dark one taking control of Jack. I felt it. And she's like, no, it's not the same thing. No. And Violet just keeps trying. She's like, you are not that monster. And of course, the house rumbles again. And Ivory's like. You're never going to forget the desire and the darkness and everything it wants you to do. And Violet's like, no, this has to end. And it's like, wait, what are you doing? Right. Like all of a sudden, because she starts heading for the door and Ivory's like, maybe you should stop. What are you doing? Time out. It's like, okay, is this Violet's way of getting Ivory to snap out of it? That's what I was hoping. Yeah. (laughs) But Violet tells her it's the only way to stop the vanitor. You said yourself, the only one who can stop it is the one who created it. And, well, if the Dark One's in the amulet, then maybe we can do it. It's like, it's not like the Dark One's going to be like, hey, no worries, time out. Right. But I was, like, freaking out because they're kind of doing this, like, I want to say, like, fight dance. Like, no, you can't do this. Yes, I have to do it. Like, moving furniture back and forth. Right. And then suddenly Violet, like, throws the table across the room and Ivory goes with it. It's like, listen, I can do this. And Ivory's like, I don't think you could do this. Yeah. <laughs> But Violet's like, it's my duty. I'm a Van Helsing and I have to resist the darkness and destroy it. And hello, Ivory, you're not helping with. Do you think you're strong enough? It's right. like, well, guess we're going to see. Maybe <laughs> you should have been, I don't know, encouraging here. Right. Because Violet ends up opening the door, takes the amulet and inhales the darkness. So at least she figured out what she had to do. Right. Kind of with the darkness. And then you see her eyes go black. And I was like, this is probably not good. Right. Because Ivory's in the corner, freaking out, but she had had the sense of mind to jump up and kind of grab the amulet really quick. Yeah. And the cap, hoping that they can put it back in. Yes. And Violet starts doing the weird, 
the, the command. It's like, come to me. I command you. It's like, ugh. Yeah. I just thought that was the cheesiest line. <laughs> I really <laughs> did. And I know yeah. that's bad. I think that's so cheesy. Yes. And Violet's like, you've served your purpose. And she raises her hand and suddenly the banner starts to glow and then like flash of light and it's gone. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's good. Right. But then Violet turns to Ivory and smiles and it's like, oh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> help, help, help. <laughs> and you need to help me purge the darkness. The darkness must be purged. I'm like, oh, crap. This just sounded creepy. Right. And Ivory's like, no. And Violet is like, give it to me. You know, going back and forth about the amulet. But I'm thinking. All right, if the darkness is already out, why would Ivory be saying no? Exactly. I was confused. Yeah, that made no sense to me either, why she would tell Violet no, unless she thinks Violet's lying about purging the darkness. Oh, and to get like the last of the blood or whatever that's in there. Right, yeah. But hey, Violet just takes it by magic anyway. And then she ends up purging the darkness back into the amulet. I don't understand how she knew how to do that. Unless when she was looking through the book, she seen something. Because I swear we didn't go over that previously. Right. Jack yeah. did because she was told. Yeah, Bathory told her that she had to purge it once she bit the dark one because she was going to yeah. get some of that darkness in her. But she manages to do that and they cap the amulet and she collapses. It's like, oh God, okay. Well, they made it. They survived. Yes. And now there's two. Yeah, we're down to two. <laughs> Started at five, down to two. And the next morning, we see Ivory packing up the SUV and Violet going through the Van Helsing book again. Yeah. And Ivory tells her that she did it. And Violet reminds reminds her that the dark one is still out there, but they have to buy time. Now, what we did not see at this point was the dark one at all. And it makes me wonder if the dark one knows what happened. You would have to think so. I wonder because, if we can see that next episode. Right, because... It seemed to me that what Violet put back into the amulet was more than what she took out. And I kind of have a feeling when the Vanitor just did its flash of light that Violet took that darkness when it disappeared. Oh, see, I didn't think anything about that. Right. So I think we're right back where we were with when Jack left was... That's how much darkness is in the amulet, and the dark one is down a few notches in her power belt. Hmm. Interesting. So, we find out that, well, we bought some time at least, so we'll try to keep going. And Violet's like, wait a second, this this page seems different. And it is the page that Roberto had drawn of Jack. She's like, hold on a second. Right. This was I love it. here. Jack wasn't in this book. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and it's like, I flipped through this book so many times. Yeah, I don't understand. And then all of a sudden, Violet reads the years, 2000 to 1778. And Irie's like, maybe Jack had something to do with the amulet. And Violet's like, wait, but she traveled back through time? What the heck? And, and these changes? And then Violet suddenly notices some number on the drawing. And this is what I thought was interesting. Right. Because her Jack said, oh, I left a message for them for the future, but we didn't know what it was. Yeah. And it turns out, apparently, these are coordinates. And Jack must want them to go somewhere. And where did they say? Somewhere on the East Coast? Yep. Which I thought was strange because Jack was from Colorado, so I assumed it would have been somewhere in Colorado. Right. Oh, I'm sure this is going to be a really easy ride back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of think that 
that was probably the only coordinates that Jack could find was somewhere on the East Coast in the New World. And so she just used that, not knowing, okay. you know, they, of course, they, nobody was in Colorado except the Indians at this time. Right. Yeah. And I love how Violet just kind of casually throws in, oh, yeah, Jack knew my favorite class was orientation and I would figure out latitude and longitude lines. I also figure that maybe you shouldn't make it so hard for people to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, hard oh. for Jack to figure out and it would have been impossible for anybody else to figure out if they had gotten out uh, of the book. So I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like all the other Van Helsings, like I feel like maybe you should have helped out a little more. <laughs> But, you know, Violet's like, oh, I can't believe that she's gone. And Ivy's like, but she left us aside. It's like, but is she gone? I'm thinking not. Just because the date is 1778, that's the last time she was with that group of people. Right. They don't know what happened to her. No. But Ivy's like, hey, I know the darkness now. And you know the darkness. And we are going to kill it together. It's like, oh, that's sweet. Where the hell is Vanessa? (laughs) Exactly. Like, oh my gosh. But they load up and head towards the East Coast. And as they pull away, we do see the graves of Mira and Zuma. And I'm still like, where's Vanessa? Yeah. She's somehow going to be on the East Coast with these people? I guess it's possible. Ah, it's driving me crazy. Yeah, maybe Jack figured out a way to get back into the dark realm and get Vanessa out of there, maybe. But of course, we aren't going to see them in the... East Coast next week. Next episode, we got to deal with Axel and Julius. <laughs> Let's make. I mean, I love that we're getting all the story, but it's making me bonkers. Right, because we're going to be almost probably over halfway through the season before we see Vanessa. She's just like last swooping season. in or something. Yeah. Ah, killing me. Where are you, <laughs> Kelly? Yep. Well. You know how we feel. How do you feel? Let us know by shooting us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about the show. It's so good. It's so crazy. I have so many questions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We, of course, hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you have questions, let us know, because I know I'm not the only one who's going bonkers with some of this. No. Ay, ay, ay. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. I've never felt the darkness like you have, you're right. But I am a Van Helsing and it's my duty to resist and destroy the darkness. And until next time.